Come on. The strong, the powerful James Everhart is here on Money Savage Create. Welcome, James. George, great to be here. Excited to have you on. James is a serial tech entrepreneur. He's a recognized visionary in the mobile industry. He's the CEO of Fluid Truck, a mobile app that allows peer-to-peer sharing of vehicles. James, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, Fluid's number, uh, lucky number 13 of uh, the companies I've, I've created. Um, you know, from a, a young age, uh, I always liked building, creating, um, and, uh, you know, I guess that's really where my focus has been is, you know, coming up with ideas, looking at big problems and, you know, let's go after it and try to solve it. Um, you know, and, you know, especially kind of going through, you know, my early years, you know, I started my, my first company when I was in the, uh, freshman in college, have the dorms and I've always built you know, tried to look at building companies and look at trying to build things at scale. Um, you know, one of my uh, first businesses out there that was uh, um, successful was in, you know, 99. Um, you know, I'd uh, been working for Voicestream, which now is uh, T-Mobile, um, and uh, is something where uh, they card commissions back one day. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm going to go build something myself. Uh, Start building uh, online e-commerce, selling, uh, um, you know, the cell phone accessories. I'm like, wow, this is, this is really tough uh, to go out and have to ship everything. I'm like, I'd love to build a product that I could sell one time or a million times and be able to put the same work forward, which is uh, where I fell into the, the ringtone space. So I would download both cell phone ringtones um, and created that company called nine squared and uh, built it from you know, an idea to, uh, you know, in three years to doing a, you know, 2.2 million a month. And then after I sold it, um, finished my one year lockup, it was, you know, doing 8 million a month or a hundred million dollars in revenue a year. Um, that was a, a really fun, uh, you know, cycle, you know, the time, my time down there was just amazingly beautiful. Um, cause when I entered the space, you know, early on, it was completely bootstrapped, uh, no outside money. Um, you know, I was 23 when I started it and sold it when I was 26. Um, and, uh, you know, on that, you know, you know, multiple companies prior to that um, never really hit that point, but it was really that, that first lesson on you know, building something that can scale, building something that's uh, got a sound fundamental and, and scaling it and you know, moving it from, um, you know, Denver, Colorado to operating in, uh, what, 23 countries when I, when I left it. Um, so it was an you know, exciting time. Um, you know, from there, built a, a number of different companies, just really, you know, looking at problems, seeing what's out there and, and trying to go out and solve it, um, which really kind of takes me to where where I'm at today with a uh, fluid truck, which you know really came off this idea of uh, you know the, the original origin of uh, fluid was uh, you know we all have a bunch of stuff sitting around our garage, and you have the same stuff as your neighbor sitting in their garage, and you know you look at things that you use for a couple minutes every year, and why not make it easily accessible and so. Um, you can basically rent stuff from your neighbors, kind of like an Airbnb for stuff. Um, and in that, you know, we we saw all these amazing use cases where you could rent paddle boards, make you know forex the amount of money you spent on that, um, and or you make the same amount of money uh, that you'd make on that uh, paddle board or you spend on the paddle board, 
but you can only do it four months a year. So you make four X, but then we'd end up losing that customer. Um, we'd have, you know, business cases like you buy a ladder, and, you know, effectively make uh, 500% uh, on that. But, you know, on that, it would be make $500 a year on that ladder. It costs you a hundred bucks, um, which, you know, effectively is $40 a month. That wasn't enough to really get people to commit. And no matter what we did, we saw this crazy use case that we'd have businesses come on the platform and rent trucks. And we were like, why would someone come rent for their business, a 15-year-old pickup truck, um, when they could rent something comparable from, uh, you know, Enterprise or Hertz? And, uh, you know, it turned out, you know, how difficult it is to rent vehicles. You know, off our platform, they could rent 24-7. Um, you know, and from there, you know, businesses could say, it's 10 o'clock at night, I need a truck. Or it's you know five o'clock in the morning. They're not waiting for that store to open up, and uh, you know we had kind of that aha moment. My, you know how big of a problem is out there. We looked at the space, and you know looking at you know uh, you know billions of dollars every year that are being spent renting uh, vehicles, leasing vehicles. Um, we're like wow, this is a pretty big opportunity out there. And then we honed in on this next kind of convergence, which is last mile delivery. And uh, looking how consumers were going from a place shopping at a store, um, and uh, you know they're starting to shop online, have stuff delivered to their door, and so we go, okay, let's let's focus there at businesses that are working in that space, and you know, subsequently, um, you know, we've made that kind of pivot over to just focusing on trucks in the beginning of uh, 2019, and you know, two years later, we're now operating in 20 cities around the country. That's awesome. That's <laughs> congratulations on 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 all of it. Starting a business your sophomore year of college, and then starting a ringtone business, going from two point two million a month to eight. And you said that you started at twenty three and sold at twenty six. So what an experience there! And fascinating to to think about all the crap that's in my garage that I bought it, I used it once, and now it's just sitting there. So. <laughs> Cool, cool experience to then figure out. Okay, it really is trucks, and we, we we didn't necessarily see that. So nice. So how 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 where do you see it going? Like how 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 big is this? Well, I mean, uh, you know, right now we're up over um, like a fifty million dollar revenue run rate currently, um, and I, I really look at it as like a if you're, you know the way. Um, vehicles are going for businesses is, is very similar to how uh, cloud computing has gone, where it used to be um, 20 years ago when you were starting up a company and you needed uh, servers to host a website, you go out and buy those servers from Dell um, and then you put them inside your office and eventually you said, you know, uh, why are we hosting this at an office where there isn't stable internet and power? You moved into a co-location facility. Eventually you come to, came to the day where you said, why, why do we own servers? Why do we have a network admin on staff to manage servers? Um, you know, why don't we just go you know, rent our cloud computing space from Amazon, from Google, from Microsoft? And today, you, know, you would never think twice about you know, starting up a company and saying, okay, I need to go buy servers. Um, and I look at it the same way as trucks. I mean, you know, businesses aren't good at, at um, buying, selling server equipment. They're also not great at that buying and selling uh, vehicles, maintain, manage them, manage them. And, you know, during your peak period of time, you're always going to need uh, a lot more vehicle capacity. And during your slow periods of time, you know, you don't need nearly as much. And you can kind of look at like moving companies, you know, they never have enough trucks at the very beginning of the month or the end of the month. Um, and then if you kind of look at like Q4, 
no one moves from Thanksgiving to really Valentine's Day. And so, you know, there's just a surplus of trucks there. Where in that same Q4 period, it's holiday season for uh, online shopping, and there's never going to be enough uh, trucks out there to be able to service the likes of, you know, Amazon or FedEx or UPS. And so there's all these inverse points in time where you need spare capacity up and down. And as a business, if you could eliminate one thing of having to manage a fleet of trucks and focus on what your, your core business is, you can be a lot better. You can be a lot more effective. You can take risks. You can try things out. And that's really what our platform does. So it gives the businesses the ability to have this capacity of uh, vehicles, completely eliminate the, the need to buy them, to sell them, to manage them, maintain them, uh, service them, store them. I mean, all the complexities that go along with it. And, you know, today we have businesses that start up um, and use our platform and never own a single vehicle that are doing last mile delivery or that are doing moving or that are out there, you know, jetting across in a number of new industries or opportunities that are out there in the world. Yeah, it certainly does make sense um, that, that why, just because I have trucks, why would I know anything about actually managing a fleet of vehicles? So <laughs> it seems kind of obvious when you put it like that. Um, is this a, I've, I've, I've got a bunch of questions. Is this, is this, all B2B? Is it B2C? Is it C2C? Is it all of it? This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. It's uh, really primarily B2B, but we do have uh, individual users that will come on, rent a pickup truck, to, you know, pull stuff to the dump or to make a run to Home Depot. Um, but, I mean, we kind of look at the primary use of our business. It's 85% uh, businesses that are learning that they don't need to go out and buy a fleet of trucks. Um, and they are, you know, using us They're on their day-to-day operations. They're managing their employees on who's going to use what truck to go do what job. And they can all manage it online through our, our portal at fluid.truck.com. Nice. And how, what are the complications, if any, when we're talking about insurance? Well, so we, we provide all the insurance for the vehicle lots being rented. Um, you know, I think the other thing to note is we don't actually own a single truck as fluid. Um, you know, all the trucks are owned by independent people. Got it. Okay. But you actually, so as soon as George, George, LLC, I, and, and, and I own these cub, uh, trucks, and I'm then renting them out through Fluid. Um, then whoever, and then James is, is, is actually the user, but Fluid is is taking care of the insurance. Yeah, that's right. So we, uh, I mean, it kind of works like an Airbnb, like when you go rent a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Here it's more businesses renting uh, trucks that they may be using Monday through Friday, um, using just on the on peak times during out the, the course of the month, they go on our app or our site, book the vehicle. Uh, from there, they they will pick up the vehicle um, at the set location. Um, use our app to go through an inspection. Um, after that, on the road in a couple of minutes, and they bring it back when they're done with it, back to the same spot. Nice, very cool. Any any issues or hiccups with with regulations with 
with municipal laws, stuff like that? No, I mean, it's um, we haven't seen any any regulatory things pop up on us. Um, I mean, we are, um, you know, we are kind of a, in this new uh, sharing economy space where uh, it definitely is being, uh, you know, developed out. But I mean, on that, I mean, we fall under the traditional rental car uh, rules and laws. Got it. Okay, nice. So. What has been one of the uh, the the bigger surprises as you've gone along here? Um, I mean, there's there's been a lot, um, <laughs> you know, and I think it's uh, you know, in the in the early days, I mean, I, I still like it. it was amazing that we saw we we I mean, we started this business as really BC, and I think one of the biggest surprises is um, you know seeing businesses come across and start using vehicles that were really designed out to be consumer-based. You know, you borrow your friend's truck to go to Home Depot, and then all of a sudden we have businesses coming in to use that those vehicles as their primary vehicles uh, for operating their business. Um, and I think that was one of the, the things that uh, it was shocking me because the, the pricing wasn't much different from what they would rent from a, uh, like a Hearst or Enterprise. Um, but the, just because of the the accessibility you could rent 24 hours a day. You could not skip the line, skip the paperwork and book it through the app. And, you know, just as easy as you book an Uber. Um, but from there you could get in, you could be inside the vehicle in a couple of minutes, which made it really easy for you to say, Hey, we need 10 trucks. Boom. You can book it out in a matter of a couple of minutes and be on your way. Nice. In terms of, I know that you said that you that, the, that, that you bootstrapped the uh, ringtone company and I'm sure that it sounds like that probably worked out awesome. Um, how 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 do you think about raising money for for your new endeavors? Do you always want to bootstrap? Are you looking for partners? How do you think about that? Well, I think it depends on the business. I mean, you know, raising capital um, or you know appropriately capitalized business. I mean, that's usually what kills businesses. It's not the lack of ideas or the lack of innovation. It usually is the lack of capital out there to do it or the business models um, to make it happen. I think, you know, it, it, the, you know, the type of business that you operate um, is going to always have different capital requirements and the more efficient you can make it. Um, of course, the easier is to scale it. Um, and then, I mean, there's professional VCs out there, uh, which, you know, love them or hate them. Uh, you know, they're definitely, if you're inside the coast, if you're not in the Valley, you're not in New York, um, definitely it's a lot harder to raise capital, uh, especially on your, on your first one. Um, you know, it, it, it's amazing some of the stories of just, you know, pitching VCs and, and trying to raise capital out there. Um, and a lot of the VCs, like if you're not in the Valley, they won't, their question is, well, are you going to move here? Uh, you can't build big stuff outside the Valley. And I think, you know, it's kind of one of those pride points we've, we've taken here is bullshit. We can build big stuff bigger than the Valley. And the whole notion that we have to be out there to build a, a billion dollar company is ridiculous um, because it absolutely can be done. Um, definitely with the amount of money that gets thrown around, it's a lot easier to be successful if you're dealing with a, a couple hundred million dollars uh, to build something than you're trying to do it with you know, tens of thousands of dollars. But it still can be done. And I think it's one of those things that you know, it's a kind of a pride point. We want to build big tech that's outside Silicon Valley. And, 
and wave to them that you know we don't need their money to go big. Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. I love it. Well, James, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? I, I mean, I think the biggest thing is you know anything be you know not my my opinion anything can be done. So the question of should it be done, and you know looking about where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, and really trying to you know ascertain is is that the right way? And I think you know too often we we jump into things and say oh. I, you know, this is the problem or this is where it needs to go without looking at the end result of where you want to get to. And sometimes you're, you're, you're looking five years down the road saying this is where we want to get to. And there's a lot of steps in between it, but always ensuring that you know what you want the outcome to be and you know where you want to get to. Um, having that clarity uh, will help you as you start dealing through all the problems in day to day startup business, uh, startup life, uh, starting up a company and dealing with the common problems out there. But having that clear direction of where you want to be and knowing that it could change. I think, you know, as an entrepreneur and, you know, being through the trenches at tons of times, you know, that really is the, the key to success is knowing where you want to go. And it, 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 you don't always turn up in that spot, but as long as you have that direction of where you want to go to and, and why, why you believe that that's the right uh, place to get to, that's what will breed success. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets to come on. Come on. James, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and Fluid? Um, so you can find out more about us at fluidtruck.com. And, uh, yeah, and me as well. So, George, Perfect. thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, for sure. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show James your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to fluidtruck.com. Check out everything that James is working on. I'm sure that uh, we're going to see so much, so many more exciting things coming in this space and from you in the future, James. So thank you again. Awesome. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.